Hi there. This is Samir Javeri from Black Creek Investment Management, speaking to you post the U.S. Thanksgiving week, a nice break from the increased volatility that we've seen across asset classes this year. Last year, we saw many supply chain disruptions related to the pandemic. At this time last year, I was in Long Beach, California, and saw a line of cargo ship carriers that went far off into the horizon. There were long delays as they waited to unload their cargoes. But as of this week, there are few, if any, ships delayed at that port for offloading their wares. Similarly, last year, a lot of the pandemic government assistance increased demand at a time when supply of goods was reduced, exacerbating the pricing pressures. That elevated inflation started in many goods. Think computers, appliances, exercise equipment, cars, etc., but has since spread to many services globally as the world reopened, restaurants, travel, in-store retail, etc. The reaction to that increased inflation has been a sharp increase in interest rates by global central banks to rein in inflation. Recently, we attended an industrials-focused conference, and many companies confirmed that they are moving from trying to manage significant disruptions in their supply chains to dealing with customers that are working down that inventory as their end markets slow. While many of us may have stocked up on tissues and toilet paper during the pandemic, many companies did the same with the widgets that they needed for their businesses. With customers' demand slowing, they are now working down that safety inventory and preparing their businesses for a slowing and uncertain near-term environment. All these factors at the same time are very different from the economic environment of the last few decades, at least in most developed economies, which have not seen slowing demand with these rates of inflation and interest rates since the 1980s or earlier. As these factors get priced into various asset classes, it can have dramatic effects on the values. In long-term government bonds, after decades of muted inflation, rising inflation expectations has significant effect effects on the interest rates demanded by lenders as the inflation erodes the fixed return that they receive. For investors in corporate credit, a slowing economy and rising interest rates can also increase the perceived credit risk of companies, especially those with stretched balance sheets. For equities, slowing growth and rising interest rates can change the assumptions that investors use to value many companies. This disproportionately impacts those that have high assumed growth rates or distant prospects of earnings, not to mention the impact on speculative assets like cryptocurrencies and SPACs and the paper wealth that has gone poof for many speculators. That's the economic backdrop we find ourselves in, but there are significant geopolitical shifts occurring as well. Whether it's the changing relationship between China and the West, the impact of the hostilities in Eastern Europe, or the changing of the guard in numerous government elections around the world, All this is occurring within the context of the significant increases in government debt that we saw post the last recession and then the pandemic, which we have spoken at length about previously. So what does that mean for investment opportunities? While there are recessionary clouds on the horizon and there's pressure on earnings growth for many companies because of the the conditions we discussed earlier, the dramatic shifts in asset prices are starting to create interesting long-term investment opportunities. All else equal, when prices go down, we get more excited about the prospects of purchasing equities or lending to bonds in winning businesses at good valuations. 
For the first time in many years, short-term government bonds provide a yield that isn't close to or below zero. Similarly, corporate bonds yielding 6 to 12% in many cases are providing returns that compensate for the risk of default. Finally, in the land of equities, the importance of cash flows, balance sheets, and competitive position while earning economic returns are key in the winning businesses that we are looking to invest in. Okay, so a lot going on in the world around us, but let's talk about companies and some of the changes we made recently. We recently exited a position in Paramount Global. This was renamed from Viacom CBS when we originally invested in it. While Paramount was rapidly building its global streaming business, Paramount Plus, several conditions changed in the investment thesis. In an environment of slowing growth and increased competitive pressures from Netflix, Disney, and others, the company decided to accelerate its investment in its streaming business. This may be the right strategy in the long term, but in the midterm, it accelerates losses. At the same time, a transaction that would have strengthened their balance sheet, the sale of its publishing business, was blocked for anti-competitive reasons. So as the economy slows and consumers' budgets come under stress from inflation, Paramount faces reduced cash flows, a levered balance sheet, and falling returns in the near term, while their success in the long term is more uncertain. We will continue to monitor Paramount, but from the sidelines, as the streaming wars progress. At the same time, significant volatility in the capital markets and reactions to short-term results gave us the opportunity to invest in Zebra Technologies, a global leader in asset tracking for a wide variety of industries. Now that's a mouthful, but what does it actually mean? Think of the tags on a sweater that allows a company to track it from the factory to the retail store, and that links into its sales system, or the barcodes on a medicine in a hospital that ensures that a specific patient receives the right medication at the right time. As the world continues to digitize, Zebra should be able to increase its customer insights into their operations by tracking the movement and efficiency of those operations. This company was originally added to the global leaders portfolio. We leveraged both the work our smaller companies fund did on radio frequency identification, or RFID, with their investment in Impinge, and the work the global team did on Zebra Technologies. As the recent Black Friday sales are illustrating, retailers are having to discount heavily to clear excess inventory, so a slowdown in Zebra's near-term results can be expected. In the mid to long term, this technology is key to the operations of many businesses from a competitive and efficiency perspective. So in our view, the market has presented us with the opportunity to invest in a global winning business. As always, there are many headwinds and tailwinds in the global economy. While these are currently tilted towards headwinds, a slowing economy, rising interest rates, and elevated but falling inflation, the resulting volatility has started to present a growing list of new opportunities across equities and fixed income to invest in. As always, on behalf of Black Creek, thank you very much for your support. And if you have any questions regarding the Global Balanced Fund or our other funds, please pass them on to your CI representative and we will respond as quickly as we can. Happy holidays, and we look forward to seeing you soon. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment.
Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.